Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the program. I am Lee Lonsberry. This program is called Live Mike. I'm very grateful to you for tuning in here to episode six of the program. We're about a week and a half in, and I think it's going all right so far. Uh, if I'm wrong, or if you'd like to offer me some praise, which I'd, I'd, I'd much like, I'd much prefer to criticism. I, I'd much prefer, I'm, I'm fragile and delicate and self-conscious. The text line is 57500. That uh, text line is the Utah Community Credit Union text line, 57500. If you can't bring yourself to praise me, at least weigh in on impeachment. Do you think uh, the Democrats are doing the right thing today or maybe the wrong thing or any thoughts you might have on impeachment? I'd love to hear what it is you have to say. I earlier today reached out to all of Utah's House members. They will all be required today to vote on whether or not to impeach the president of the United States. Three of the four of them wrote back saying, yeah, Lee, I'll, uh, I'll weigh in on your program. Thanks a lot for the invitation. One such did not, though. Unfortunately, uh, we haven't yet heard back from Congressman Nick Adams. We've spoken already today to Congressman Bishop and Congressman Curtis, and now uh, we'll speak to Chris Stewart, who represents a portion of Utah. He, earlier today, spoke on the floor of the House of Representatives. Uh, Congressman Stewart, how are you, sir? Uh, good. Hey, I didn't call to talk about impeachment. I just was one of those guys who called to praise you and tell you what a great job you're doing. Go right ahead, sir. <laughs> <laughs> It's good to be with you. Thank you. Uh, You're doing a great job. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, sir. I, hopefully I'll overcome these nerves one of these days. The self-consciousness will wear off. Tell me, you on the floor of the yeah. House ha- had some things to say. R- remind our audience what it was you, you were sharing on the floor of the House today as uh, these impeachment articles were Well, I, I mean, look, I get it that some people don't like the president and uh, and they find him uh, put offish and, and, you know, arrogant in some cases and he's, he offends some people with... Uh, some of the words used, I get that. I mean, especially in Utah, that's that's a little different in the culture that you know many of us subscribe to and, and, and try to be. But but if you think that these uh, accusations against him should lead to his removal from office, I just think that's nuts. It, it just isn't there. And I've been involved with this from the very beginning. It's a little bit like for three years we did the the Russian conspiracy that just turned out to be absolute. Uh, absolute nonsense as well. It's just a hoax from the very beginning. And it's just been relentless. I mean, and I just talked about, I mean, this is pretty stunning. There were actually members of Congress who called for his impeachment the day before he was sworn into office. And uh, this isn't a culmination the last few weeks or the last few months. This is three years they've been trying to impeach him. And they finally found something. And it's just so, so bad for our republic. We right now, as you turn on any, you know, take your pick, which cable news network you want to follow, uh, you tune into any of the national newspaper websites. The only thing being covered right now is the floor of the House of Representatives, uh, and it's being characterized as a debate. 
Now, the word debate comes from, uh, you know, a back and forth of ideas, an attempt to persuade one side to to change sides. Uh, do, do you think the word debate is appropriate for what's happening on the floor of the House right now? No, we haven't been debating this for weeks. I mean, the the conclusion here was preordained from the very beginning. Uh, now, there is this. I, I do think that there's a debate or a conversation with a few Americans over the last few months. And this is really interesting and something which I which, by the way, I predicted, if you don't mind me saying, I, don't, I hate to say I told you so. But in this case, I did. And that is, look, if you hate this president, if you've wanted him to be impeached for the last three years, you're not going to be persuaded more about that you've already made up your mind if on the other hand you support the president you think he's been treated unfairly and relentlessly unfairly then you're likely not to be persuaded but there's a small group of people in the middle who are like hey you know what he he gets me sometimes but on the other hand uh, i love the way that he uh, some of the things he's doing and and you're and you're actually listening to this and they are less convinced now than they were at the beginning they're less convinced now than they were when these accusations first came out, because most Americans listen to this and go, I can't believe you're trying to remove a president for this. What is essentially a policy disagreement. So, yeah, it's a little bit of a debate for a small percentage of Americans. But what you're watching on the House floor is people who have already made up their minds and some of them made up their minds a long time ago. Is there a, is there a sector who is watching this debate, not of members of the members of Congress, certainly. But uh, are, are there Americans at home watching right now, uh, still on the fence and unsure, and watching these debates on the House floor, uh, looking to understand better? Yeah, I'm sure that there are. In fact, I've heard from some of them. Uh, some of them have, have texted and or, or reached out to me today. Uh, so there are some, uh, although I, I really, and I, I couldn't tell you what percentage it is, but I'll tell you it's not half. Uh, you know, it's a relatively small percentage who haven't, over the last, you know, either a couple of years or in the last couple of months as this information's come out, pretty much made up their minds. Sure. Uh, producer Josh here did some good digging for me the other day, and he, I asked him to look into the polls and see if there was any indication of these types of movements. And he said uh, uh, it's very, they're very slight, uh, but as these proceedings have gone on, that the approval rating of the president has increased and the desire to see him impeached uh, has decreased. And again, it's, it's very slight and subtle, but uh, uh, there have been movements in those two directions. Yeah, which is actually... You know, again, when I first read the whistleblower complaint and, you know, sitting on the House Intel Committee, again, this is what we've been doing for a long time. We were the very first to, to read it. And, uh, you know, it's four or five pages. I, I would encourage every American to read it. It's the entire basis for this impeachment. And after reading that, I just turned to the congressman sitting next to me and said, that's it? I mean, that's all there is. And it became very apparent very early that there wasn't going to be anything new. Now, we had witness after witness come in and they talked to us about, these, you know, this event, this phone call. And they told us what they thought or they told us how they felt. But none of us told us any new information. And there were some cases, second and third hand information about, well, we thought the president, you know, was saying this or we thought the president was saying that. But there's been nothing new that's been revealed in this. And so uh, at the end of the day, when you talk about these polls, I really think most Americans say if you're going to remove the president, it's got to be for something dramatic. It's got to be for crimes. It's got to be for treason. It's got to be for bribery, like our founding fathers described. And short of that, then let it be settled in the polls. And that's my that's my real fear here. It's, and I've said this about 8,000 times. My real fear here is we lower the bar on impeachment to such a level that every president's going to impeach now. 
Every president will face this. President Obama could have been impeached by this standard. No question about it. And our founding fathers got it right. High crimes and misdemeanors, but other than that, settle it at the ballot box. And uh, and it's just bad for our, for our nation to be so divided over something that should be settled in the 2020 election. Congressman Stewart, I'm grateful to you. Thank you for joining us on this program today, live, Mike. I'm also grateful for the remarks that you shared from the floor of the House. We aired those in their entirety earlier today. Uh, if I'm honest, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I'm looking forward uh, to all of these impeachment proceedings to being in uh, the rear view. I'm looking forward especially yeah. for the day after the Senate takes its actions and hopefully and expectedly uh, uh, will will move to, to dismiss this and, and move right on. And we can get back to the business of the people. Yep, no doubt. Thank you. Thank you for your time. You're listening to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Uh, next on the program, we've learned recently that Utah is doing pretty good when it comes to high school graduation rates. We're going to take a quick break from impeachment. Uh, we're going to speak to uh, a representative from the state and learn uh, what is Utah doing uh, to to find this great new success when it comes to high school graduation rates. Mark Peterson from the Utah State Board of Education will be our guest here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.